Sup, Buzznet. In reference to the podcast. Back at you. On a freaky Friday. I finger guns. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a... <laughs> Do you need me to pause the recording? Okay. We're back after Heather had to cough her lungs out. Don't worry. No need to call 911. Just one lung. I'm so I saw the other one. Alright, so I'm Amanda. I am Heather. I just slapped my knee. Um, sorry if you heard that. Well, you can hear Brody. <laughs> oh, Brody. Brody's just trying to be an ASMR king. He's not even snoring. I think that's just him breathing. Can you breathe a little less deeply? Hey, you want to pee? Brody. Wanna go for a car ride? Oh. Well, we'll have to go somewhere because we need our pokey stuff for the day. Yeah. I didn't even get mine when I was out this morning. Hit us with that freaky shit, bitch. <laughs> um. Alright. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> what I got for us today is Balleroy Mansion. My sources are Wikipedia. Patch.com and thelineup.com. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ballarat Mansion is a 32-room estate in the historic and wealthy Chestnut Hill section of Philadelphia, PA. The mansion has been featured in TV shows and books that deal with haunted houses. Time out. I hate Philly. Yes. Okay. I just wanted it on the record. <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. I don't like it. <clears throat> I don't like it. I don't like it, and I'm scared of the weeder. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. I, understand. I understand. Allegedly. <laughs> um, the carriage house was originally built in 1911. Mm -hmm. The first owner was a carpenter who was said to have murdered his wife inside the main house. And then in 1926, a family rumored to be descendants of three of the signers of the Declaration of Independence bought the house. Their last name was Easeby. Mm -hmm. At least I'm assuming that's how it's pronounced. Easeby? Yeah. E-S-B-Y? E-A-S-B-Y. Like, easy with a B. <laughs> sure. Uh, after they moved into the house, George Mead Easby and his younger brother, May Stephen Easby Jr., were playing outside and were laughing at their reflections in the main courtyard fountain when Stephen's face turned into a skull. George's did not change. Okay. Uh, P.S. Because I'm researching how to reduce the echo in my ears. I always laugh whenever I'm listening to playback and editing, because I can always tell when I was not listening to you. Because I pause and just stare at you. <clears throat> and I just go, okay. Uh-huh. Okay. And then I'll be re-listening to it, and I'll be like, huh, I don't fucking remember her saying that. <laughs> oh, gee, I wonder why. <laughs> Shut up. I can tell when you don't listen to me, too. When I'm, like, half asleep. <laughs> I also know when Heather is falling asleep, because she goes, huh. <laughs> That's her normal laugh. And when she's sleeping, it's... Uh, hmm. Or nothing. <laughs> yeah. Or a snore. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Whoops. 
Stephen died in 1931 from an undetermined childhood disease. Consumption? Not consumption. Damn it. I feel like that wouldn't be... That's not really a childhood disease, is it? century did i grow up in what year did this take place 1931 oh see i wasn't alive then it's still it was still the same century we were born in okay but (laughs) i like big butts regardless Medical advancements from 1930 till... Probably 1950 were a lot different. Yeah, precisely my point. It was probably tuberculosis, and they just didn't fucking want to call it that. What other... Or chicken pox. I mean, it was one of the two. Measles, maybe. Smallpox? Or that? I don't fucking know. Anyway, it was an undetermined childhood disease. Chicken pox. And he was only 11. Alright, well, he's gonna haunt the fuck out of me tonight. Great. <laughs> You should feel horrible. Listen, I feel bad that he died. I after don't... seeing, after his face turned into a skull and his reflection, I would have been like, oh, I'm going to die anyway. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Um, I also just want to know why he died. I, I don't like this unknown childhood disease. Undetermined. Was... Okay. Undetermined. Because it was probably fucking chicken pox. Maybe they didn't know what it was then. Well, then they should have been smarter in the 1930s. Anyway. Anywho. <laughs> the family continued to live in the mansion. Mm-hmm. They, Why? Why? Maybe they couldn't afford to move out of it. I, I guess. Maybe they weren't in the marble business. The family continued living in the mansion. You already said that. I know. I still want to know Why? Maybe they liked it. I just... Maybe if it was haunted, they didn't want to leave their ch- their child's spirit by itself. Um. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> if my child dies after seeing his skull <laughs> in a reflection... You're like, I'm moving. I would have moved out before he even died. Deuces. Bye. Okay, so the family stayed there. Okay, along with the household staff, allegedly, <laughs> yeah, allegedly, they had experienced things throughout the years, the standard knocking sounds and footsteps. The mother died in 1962 at 82 years old, and the father died in 1969 at the age of 90. Of course he did. What, died in 69? <laughs> Summer of love. After their deaths, George had housekeepers do general work at the mansion, though he did not let any of them live there. In July of 92, mm-hmm. the mansion had an estimated $202,000 worth of antiques stolen without any sign of forced entry. So ghosts are now in the business of just stealing shit? <laughs> Maybe. The thief seemed to know exactly where everything they wanted was, and the stolen property was never recovered. It's some damn ghost. Years later, Inquirer magazine had an article that was dated April 3rd of 1999 with an interview with George, and he said that one night he had woken up and felt as though someone was clutching his arm. Mm-hmm. And when he turned the lights on, nobody was there. To which I would have moved out. Mm, bye. 
Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Uh, George Easby died on December 29th, 2005, at 87 years old, but around a year and a half before he died, on July, not July, June 29th, 2004, <laughs> I like how I'll just look at a word, my brain's like, oh, that's what you want to say, that's not what we're going to say. <laughs> on June 29th, 2004, George and Robert Paul... The third. No, Uruguayan? What? <laughs> All I can think of is European. <laughs> like the joke? Yeah. Uh, well, the two of them signed a life partnership verification statement. Oh, they were gay? I guess. Good for them. Because, like, I looked it up and I was like, does it mean something different than I think it does? It does not. That's what it was originally called. Good for them. This, along with a deed transfer, took place in George's bedroom without any witnesses. Oh, oh deed. <laughs> deed, like for a house. Yeah. Not what I thought you said. What did you think I said? Just the letter D. Oh. And I was like. Deed. Two E's in between. Were they, <laughs> were they transferring dicks? I'm not really quite sure what's going on here. Go on. Uh, no one but the two of them knew that it was even taking place. Sounds shady. Later on March 3rd, 2005, George's 1999 will was altered in a similar fashion, which is also fishy. <laughs> Just, I'm not liking the sound of how shady this is. It authorized the legal transfer of George's entire estate and property, including, including millions of dollars invested in financial institutions, and over 100,000 antiques to Robert. Robert sounds like a shady character. Sounds like he should be on my side of the podcast. Oh, they don't ever say anything else. I'm just saying. Allegedly. Now, what what George do? George had always wanted to preserve the mansion and everything that was in it. Robert became a suspect of financial crimes, especially since the will was signed in private with no witnesses. Word. And the fact that he was engaged in selling George's treasures for hundreds of thousands of dollars. And he had also signed George's name throughout the years. thought you were going to say he was engaged to a woman. That, that would have been a twist. <laughs> I just, you just said he was engaged and I was like, to... Selling stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. How do I get engaged to selling things? <laughs> On July 9th, 2012... Valeroy Mansion was sold, and the antiques were sold or donated to local museums. It is now currently a private residence, so you're not allowed to tour it. Lame. Now on to the hauntings. I'm sorry, if I lived in a haunted house, not that I want to, but if I did, I'd be cashing in on that shit. I'm like, please come to my residence. But, like, on one hand, like, you would want to, but, like, what if it gets worse? I don't fucking care. Give me that money, honey. I'd buy it. I'd be like, I'm gonna go live in an apartment. I'm gonna Airbnb this so people can... Hell yeah. Like... Come visit. I'm in the business of making money, not getting my shit haunted. Like, I don't want to be haunted. You're like, I don't want to take that stuff with me. My luck, it would follow me. So I would be screwed either way. This is why I don't go to haunted places. Well, the one lady that my mom knows does. She's, like, rolling into it. 
But when she leaves, she's, she always she said the one thing she always does is she'll say that she's coming back. It's like I'm leaving. Like you have to stay here, but I'll come back. And I'd be like, so you're gonna lie? <laughs> That's nice. They probably can tell. They're already dead, but you're gonna lie to them and hope they believe you. <laughs> That's fun. It's it's fine. Many visitors never it used to be you're allowed to go in. Uh-huh. Uh, many visitors have said that they have seen ectoplasm in different parts of the house. Ew. So ghosts lie. <laughs> no thanks. The electricity turns off for no real reason. Some some say that the ghosts of Ballory Mansion like playing with the electricity like children like to play with matches. I wasn't allowed to play with matches as a child. But did you want to? No. Well, see, we always played with matches when we were like when we were making fires outside. Okay, so no. In a fire pit. Not up. In a fire Easy pit. See there. Fire pit. No wonder you're weird. <clears throat> I mean, once I was like a teenager, I was allowed to light the fire. The alarm systems have been triggered so many times. That the officers that have started, the ones that respond, have started to write down the reason for the problem is ghosts. Nice. I don't know if that flies with their, with their superiors and they're like, really? Ghosts again? Again? Freaking again. again? Oh my god. You should do the targets. <laughs> I haven't watched that video in so long. On our break, we might have to watch it now. Yes. Okay. So, children like to play with matches. When the police come, they're sighting... Ghosts. Ghosts. Got it. Gotcha. I'm in. I'm... You're paying attention. I got... I mean, I, I got did you. play Five Lives with Candy Crush, though. A lot of visitors have seen an elderly woman with a cane dressed in black hovering in a corner on the second floor. Just hovering? <laughs> Not on the floor, just chilling in the air. Why does she need a cane then? <laughs> I don't. I don't know the physics of ghosts. I don't know. <laughs> a respected minister was hit by an antique pot that reportedly flew at him like a missile. Oh. oh. <laughs> There's a lot of energy. I just... Like, what... I don't even know that I could throw a pot at somebody. <laughs> I just think whatever I hear about pe like ghosts throwing things, I'm just so like, skeptical. They're either real because... pissed off or like really strong. Yeah, like it's just... Shane and Ryan always... Well, let me rephrase that. Ryan always talks about like how much energy it takes for a ghost oh. to do something. <laughs> First, first, I'm like picturing Shane and Ryland. No, Shane, uh, Shane and, and Ryan. Ryan. Unsolved, gotcha. Buzzfeed. Unsolved. True crime episodes come back in two weeks. <laughs> so get prepared for me to reiterate Buzzfeed Unsolved to you. I won't watch it then. <laughs> no, I won't do that. I try not to do that. Okay. So an antique pot came at his head. Like a missile. Oh, like a missile. An atomic one or just a regular one? Probably just a regular one. Okay. Because if it was atomic, he probably would have died. So um, he's not a radioactive ghost. No. 
That was. That was Chernobyl. Chernobyl. Love my life. Some allegedly have seen or heard 1930s era. Excuse me. Don't be coming for my brand over there. I don't know. Supposedly gets boring after a while. Doesn't have the same oomph as allegedly. <laughs> Some allegedly have seen or heard 1930s era phantom cars that drive up the long and narrow road into the mansion's parking area, but when they go out to look for them, they don't see anything there. So you're telling me <laughs> that when I die... I can haunt people with a ghost car? With <laughs> your Malibu? Mm, haunt them I'm, with Shane. Yeah, I'd probably bring Shane back. Oh, although he's dead too, so it doesn't matter. Not too, as in like, my Malibu's dead. God, I fucking... <laughs> she better not be dead. Your focus is probably dead. Yeah. I don't know. I sold that one to the car dealership. Shane got donated. They, they probably like... Scrapped it for parts. I mean, they should have. Oh, there was there that many parts that would have been good to transfer? I don't know. I fucking hated that car so much. I mean, it was a good car until it started. It was good until it wasn't. Yeah. Last, like, five years of owning it. I shouldn't say anything. It was a donated car to me, so I shouldn't bitch. My first two were donated, and I bitched about them all the time. My first two were donated as well. Which is why I hate being an adult and having a car payment. <laughs> like, I hate that I own a vehicle now. <laughs> Please support well, me You don't on even Patreon. own it yet. The bank still owns it. <laughs> yeah. I've only been paying on it for two years. It's still got five to go. Mom's like, well, maybe I'll trade up before then. I'm like, the fuck I will. That thing better last until... You're like, that's last until it dies. It better last for another... 900 and... 9, 980,000 miles. Like, I want to roll that thing to a million. Without... 100,000? Huh? What? No, 980,000. Oh, I wasn't listening. Yeah. Here I am getting Mishra and I I heard the wrong number in my head. Like, I heard... Alright, atomic missile. <laughs> no, I mean, a missile coming at his head of a teapot or a pot. No, antique we, we're past pot. the car now. Oh, that's right. We were on the cars. That's okay. I that's, remember the cars. That's how we got on the whole spiel about our cars. Yeah, fair. Just mine. Well, I guess we talk about yours. I don't want the ghost of either of my cars. <laughs> yeah, I understand. The spirit of the youngest child, Stephen, has also been seen inside the mansion. A worker said that one day he was working outside and looked up and he saw a small blonde child peeking out of an upper window. When he said something to his co-worker, they both saw the little boy slowly disappear but didn't move away from the window. So he was like, peace out. <laughs> okay. Once after Stephen's death, a portrait of him fell about 15 feet away from where it was hanging on the wall. When investigated, the rope on the back and the hook on the wall were both still intact, so neither of them broke. Like, it just picked up and went 15 feet the other way. 
I will say, though, listen, I'm not trying to, I'm trying to debunk, but I could honestly see one of these pictures flying off of this wall because of, like, door slamming and stuff. Like, those were all straight. Oh, like, shifting. Yeah, so, if, how do you get the 15 feet down the wall? Well, I'm just, just gonna. Do not interrupt me. I will come across these two folding tables and smack you. Um, honestly, we could have probably just not recorded with mine and recorded with yours. Probably. Um, but like, I mean, if it was a strong enough wind or a strong enough door slam or if an earthquake hit, there was an earthquake that hit in D.C., that could have fucked everything up. In 1931? Is that when that happened? It said not- it said after his death, so I'm assuming it was whenever all the parents were still alive. I mean, I'm just saying, after his death is any time after he died. But I'm assuming- And it could have happened in 1931, neither of us were alive, and there could have been an earthquake or a tornado or a hurricane that hit Philadelphia, and just didn't fuck it up enough. <laughs> that- <laughs> It still wasn't going to throw it 15 feet down the hallway. You don't know that! When was the last time you experienced- Believe, Amanda, believe. I do believe, but- <laughs> I don't. You're like, you're like, I do, but I don't. It's like the flat earth. I can believe it, but I don't. Fair. The ghost of Thomas Jefferson reportedly haunts the dining room. Why? Standing beside- a tall grandfather clock. Homeboy haunts a lot of fucking places. He's probably been a lot of places. Can your ghost be in more of the, in more than one place hmm? at multiple times? Maybe he just like pops from place to place. Why can ghosts fucking teleport places, but we can't? Because they don't have a body. That's why. <laughs> it's 2019. Somebody invent that shit. I saved the best for last. I'm ready. We have the blue room and the chair of death. Uh, and that's <laughs> supposed to be the best? Yes. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Everything that I saw when I was looking it up says that it's an infamous room. I'm assuming because the chair's in the room. I don't think anything has to do with the actual room. It just is associated. Uh -huh. And it is a 200-year-old blue winged-back chair. And it's said to be cursed. Great! Fucking can't wait to sit there. Is this the chair, like, if you touch, you die? No, because that's what I thought, too, but I looked it up. It's a different chair. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand. I'm gonna haunt the fuck out of this exercise ball when I die. Is that even going to be alive when you die? Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It's plastic. Because I don't think those are meant to last forever. <laughs> but it's plastic, so. Go ahead. Okay. There is said to have been four deaths associated with the chair, but only three of them are corroborated. Okay. A housekeeper sat in the chair and instantly slumped over and she was dead within hours. Oh. Uh, and then the other two were George's cousin and, but they didn't say what their name was, 
and George's friend Paul Cammers both sat in the chair and they also died within two weeks of sitting in the chair. Mm. Mm. It was just like, oh, well, maybe that's... Yeah, I don't know. It didn't say how, like, why they, like, what happened that they died. It just says that they died. Um, it was also said to belong to Napoleon. Oh. Not dynamite. I... Bonaparte's... <laughs> This is literally not the first person I think of when I hear Napoleon. Um, Easby had draped a silk rope over the arms of the chair to make people not sit in it. Because a rope's gonna stop you that's just draped over top of it. He also blames the malevolent nature of the chair on Amanda. Yes! A ghost that he said is a loose cannon. 100%. Tell me more. I am invested. <laughs> because it's you. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know what you do whenever you're not here. It's I'm never, not saying it's me. But you've never seen that ghost and you in the same room at the same time. Just like Batman. Brody's Batman. Not right now. He's, no, it's day off. He's Brody Wayne today. <laughs> I just lost my spot. Ghost oh. Amanda. Ghost Amanda. Uh, it's been said that she has ripped doors open to then slam them shut. Fuck yes, I would. <laughs> she has been seen not as an apparition, but as a cold ectoplasmic red mist in the doorway of the blue room. Eh, okay, I could do it. I'd rather be purple, but, you know, whatever. Raspberry. <laughs> <laughs> That's an ugly color. I'd rather be purple. Uh, she also tries to entice people to sit in the chair so she won't be lonely anymore. Fair. <laughs> be like, hey, you should sit in this chair so you die so I don't have to be alone anymore. <laughs> so All that's right. been two stories that there's been ghost Amanda's. I mean, we're just pretty awesome. What can I say? We could do that. Each of us do. I could do an episode on ghost Amanda's and you could do one on murdering Heather's. <laughs> or Heather the murderer. Yeah, murdering, not murdered. Oh. Or I don't want to be the victim. <laughs> but then you become a ghost, and then you can do what about yourself? That's fair. You're not wrong. I know. Maybe, like, our one-year anniversary, we could do, like, five episodes that week, like, one each day, and do something fun like that. Um, and that is all I have on the Balleroy Mansion. Cool. Well, I'd say let's go visit, but we can't. I mean, I guess you can walk past it, right? Not that I fucking want to go to Philadelphia. Sorry. I don't know where exactly. It, well, it's in the wealthier section, so we might not be able to get into it. But, I mean, you're not allowed to go in the Home Alone house, but we stood on the sidewalk outside of I it. Know. That's what I mean. It's like when we went to on the Gettysburg ghost tour and took pictures of the building on the outside. See what ghosts pop up inside. True. Well... What do you got for us on Murder Monday? We're talking about Timothy McVeigh. I know the name. Yes, you do. We've already discussed this in a previous episode when I said I wanted to cover it. And you said, I know the name. And I said, yeah, he was the Oklahoma City bomber. And you went, ah, that's right. I was just going to do that again, to be totally honest. I know. That staring into your soul thing. I don't have one, so you can't stare into it. My The empty void. <laughs> So yeah, find us on Instagram at in reference to podcast, Twitter in reference to I 
I'm not gonna lie, I haven't updated our Twitter in forever. Somebody please send me an email on it in reference to podcast at gmail.com. Is it podcast? Yes. Because I still haven't gotten a spooky story and I really just want one. Just one. Give make me this, this at least. Make this soulless girl happy. <laughs> one email's one person of other soul. Yeah, give me a hundred so I'll have a soul. Uh, um patreon.com backslash in reference to you can help support us and wikipedia at the same time which we almost saw got destroyed in wreck it ralph wreck it ralph breaks the internet yeah that was and we're like no not wikipedia <laughs> yeah that was a little it was a little heart stopper even though it wasn't and we know it's not real we get it Oracle-y. yeah but otherwise We'll catch you on Murder Monday. Bye. What if we just changed our outro to that? If we just changed our brand right in the middle of it. Bye. Bye. All right. We out.